Welcome to Get Real with me, Dr. Friedman. If you want to live with greater purpose, authenticity, and empowerment, this is your time to upgrade your belief systems, unlock your true potential, and discover the endless possibilities of you becoming the creator of your life. For thousands of years, the great sages told us that all the resources we need to have a happy, fulfilling life and all the answers that are required to navigate through this existence are all inside of us. Well, the big question is, how do we access these resources and these answers? Well, to give us a hint, Today, our guest will share with us the groundbreaking work of the human energy vehicle that he has developed. I'm talking about Jonathan Goldman, who is the founder of the Essential Light Institute, who has been an acupuncturist and an energy healer for 40 years. And after some really transformational time in the Brazilian rainforest. He brought in a, a new way of understanding the mind, body, and energy system that allowed him to develop a technique that goes way beyond what he used to do as an acupuncturist, way beyond psychology or any kind of allopathic medicine. It's really interesting stuff. So I'm so happy to bring on Jonathan to this time on Get Real. Hi, Jonathan. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on Get Real. It's my total honor. I'm really happy to be with you. Well, Jonathan, when I read your bio, I have to say there was a lot of interesting movie worthy stuff that I read and I thought, well, maybe one day somebody going to make a movie out of your life. But one of the things that I found, you know, the most fascinating, of course, was that time in Brazil. Now, I know there is a lot to talk about, but you came from acupuncture and then somehow ventured off, I think, feeling probably guided to go to the Amazon. What happened there for you? What happened there, you know, to make it brief was, yeah, I went because I was I felt to go and my impulse in doing acupuncture besides that I want to help people also I always want to do new things I always wanted to to like I had a prayer when I was eight years old don't let me be bored so I was always looking and available to new things and I was it's a, it's a long story but I went to the middle of the Amazon in uh, September 1989 accompanying a friend of mine who had been my therapist was my mentor who had had pancreatic cancer completely cured through this particular spiritual healing work that was centered, is still centered in the middle of the Amazon forest. So I went with him and found my own inner self, found a spiritual path 6,000 miles away from my house. So I, you know, I'm a six foot three American middle-class male. I found myself surrounded by five foot three brown Amazonian native people speaking a language that I didn't understand. And somehow I knew intuitively like, wow, 
this is for me. This I'm in love. Mm. So the other thing I discovered, I've been in acupuncturist for 12 years, is that I had an inherent inbuilt uh, healing channel, a spiritual healing channel that had been latent, but also being worked by seeing 60 clients a week and doing acupuncture, you know, assiduously. And my vision opened, my intuition opened, and I started being in contact with energies and consciousnesses beyond my own that then trained me and including showed me the what I call the, the energy vehicle, the human energy vehicle, other people call it the aura, the etheric double, and showed me the details of this incredible, what I came to call the gift of the body, right? Which is what I call my book. The incredible uh, intricacy and details and the, the location of all these qualities that I just considered me. Mm. You know, where, where is my identity? Where, where is my identity? Well, oh, it's not in my brain. It happens to be in the mental body of the third chakra, you know? And I began to be, but step by step, this was not a download, like this was 12 years of step by step working with clients and discovering and then checking it out with myself and other people and then students, the location of these various qualities that make up a me, make up a you, make up a human being. And literally, where are they located in the aura, in the chakras? So then I came to call it the chakra map. And that multi-layered human energy vehicle is kind of the basis of, of your teaching, of your transformational healing work, right? Exactly. And exactly. how would you describe it just for the lay person? Okay, so point one. You are way more than you have thought you are. Oh, I believe right? that. <laughs> you, me, all of us. Because we're, we're, we live in a culture, all of us, right? Especially we live in what's called the northern cultures, right? That where we're trained to narrow our vision to the physical material level, not just in terms of our bodies, but in terms of everything. But when we actually expand our, our awareness and what, what I teach people is like, just we go inside ourselves and start feeling, where does your aura go? So my right now, because I'm with you and I feel good and I'm happy, my, my aura is like this. If I'm on the subway in Boston where I used to live, my aura was like this because I don't want to, you know, don't want to touch people. So in that, then that, that egg, Right when he was five years old, my son looked at me. He goes, "Oh, Dad, I see we're eggs with legs, right?" And that egg is then has layers of density. The most dense being this physical body. Actually, the most dense dense being the bones and what's inside. And then gradually more refined vibrational layers until the edge of the aura. Those are then. Each one of those layers that I describe is then bisected by a chakra. The chakras emanate from the center of the body, from a core, a vibrating core of energy that goes from the earth straight up. And from that, both front and back emanate 
these what, what are called chakras. I use the word because that's the, how the ancient use it. They are energy centers, concentration of energy, each one having a particular sub job in the totality of making a human being being able to be a human being, right? Go from the bottom to the top. There are seven main ones. People describe 12, blah, blah, blah. I actually talk about nine, but there are seven main ones. Each one of those, so for instance, the chakra that guides life on earth, mundane, like doing your job, you know, setting up this video, doing your, your work is the third chakra. Its job is to, uh, do, to do life, to make you be able to enter into contact with the world that you come into and be able to work with it. So contained in that uh, is personal will, the ability to do, to decide, to go. Also contained in that is your identity, who, who Jonathan is in this life, right? I tell, I tell students, okay, so put your name and then put is, and then put dot, 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 dot. The dot, 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 dot is Jonathan is uh, this, 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 and this. That literally lives in the mental body, which is in front about this far, of my third chakra. When I go through what's called the midlife crisis, that starts to morph. It starts to change. Naturally, my identity, who I thought I was, and pe people will say this, I don't know who I am anymore. Well, you're not supposed to know who you are anymore because naturally you're, you are moving your, 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 your orientation to how you're going to live your life, through where, through which chakra you will live your life is naturally moving, being pulled from your third chakra to your fourth chakra in your 40s, in your 50s. The 30s are about manifestation. I'm doing my job. I'm making my profession. I'm, you know, for many people, I'm raising a family. I'm blah, 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 blah. Then, okay, so what? So what is I'm being pulled naturally to my third chakra, my fourth chakra. That chakra then contains the transpersonal vibrations, the vibrations of, of unity, the vibrations of compassion, the vibration of faith, uh, the vibration of forgiveness, the vibration of self-love. All of these have their discrete place in that chakra of the heart. Now, chakra work is not new to you because you have probably studied it before and others, as you said, the ancients have been exploring this for a long time, but your system uses this map of the chakra in a unique way. There is yes. something different about this human energy vehicle than just, I mean, just quotation marks, the chakra system. So what is the difference? What, where, how did this what you brought in expand the vision and the understanding of chakras? Well, because, okay, so here, here's how we work. Someone has a symptom. I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you how I just, how, how this, this developed. A woman was lying on, after I came back from Brazil, right? I had been doing acupuncture. All of a sudden I'm doing other weird things. My hands are, are hot and I'm putting them on people and they get up and they say they're better, things like that, you know? One of the things that started happening was, and I call it the puppet phase. The puppet phase was 
somebody, somebody would grab my hand and hold it over a person's body like this. And I would stay there. And at that time, I didn't feel anything. Now I, you know, I feel energy and whatever. <laughs> and then I'm just like there. And I'm like, you know, okay, you know, sort of look at my watch and boom, then my hand would fall and my other hand would go. So one day I'm holding it over the a person's, this woman's solar plexus, foot and a half above. And I'm just holding it there. And all of a sudden the thought pops in my head. I don't know who I am anymore. And I thought, well, that doesn't happen to be true for me at this particular discrete moment of my life. So may, I wonder if it's coming from her. So I said to her, look, this is weird, but let me tell you what I heard. And I said, I don't know who I am anymore. She starts crying. Oh my God, that's exactly what's happening. My life is falling apart. My life is falling apart. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. And I wrote it down. So the unique thing is then if some, and this woman was having symptoms in her digestive system, also in her, her, you know, her female organs, the uniqueness is instead of then addressing those symptoms, what we do is let's address that place in the aura in the third chakra that is changing and let's give it light. So what I teach is we're not fixing anything. We're trying to help happen what is already happening. So this woman's life was changing. Her identity was changing. She was moving. So rather than trying to patch it up and give her, you know, and, and of course she can take herbs, she can do all kinds of things to help her digestion, but let's go to the energetic origin of that symptom and give and work with that, which will then reverberate downward from the mental body to the emotional body, to the etheric body, to the physical body and free up her energy system creating then harmony, which is the same theory as acupuncture or any natural medicine. Which right. Natural, right. So that's what we do. And so the, the uniqueness is if we, when we can identify the origin point of the disturbance, we can then specifically focus on that and help the person understand. So I could also help her understand your life is changing. You're changing. That's good. Don't fight it. Go with it. See? So it's both. It's not only helping the, the, the energetic system. It's also helping the person be empowered to become their own healer. So do you have to see or sense the energy disturbance? Or is it based on the map of, okay, that's what's up for me. These are the physical symptoms. So that must be in the third, second, first chakra. Both. In other words, it, 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 I'm glad you asked the question because learning the map uh, gives you a meantime, you know, like, okay, so, so for me, I didn't see, I didn't see for a long time, you know, it's a, it's a, a story. My eyes, my, my vision was way behind my feeling, but understanding the map, you can diagnose and then there are also ways that I teach people to diagnose, to look at how people, what people uh, display. A person will show you, just talk to them. They'll show you exactly where it is, right? Mm -hmm. I've had people literally point to the place in their aura. They're, they'll say like this, I'll show you. They'll say, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on with me. I'll say, 
because you right because we know uh, subconsciously so it's both in the okay. while while we're we're developing our ways of seeing and feeling and sensing there's also a map that will help us do it and the truth is it doesn't really the seeing is entertaining to us and it helps us be better practitioners better healers but it doesn't matter because what heals is light i want to get back to this in a moment because this essential light is very intriguing but i wanted to share with you an experience that i had and i certainly have been uh, believing in chakras and uh, and really looking at chakras with myself and my clients for a long time but when i was was uh, 10 years ago dealing with both of my parents getting basically deadly ill uh, all of a sudden i had this really really strong pain in my root in the sciatic and uh, i barely could walk and uh, and i barely could fly to germany because i was in seattle so i pretty much spent most of this 11 hour flight standing because it was too painful to sit wow. but the amazing thing was that once i was there and i was helping my dad you know to get washed to go to the bathroom and and i could help my mom a little bit in the kitchen and i i was useful the pain completely disappeared it was just gone poof now from your perspective how would you interpret that at one aspect of the first chakra i would give it two interpretations one and one aspect of the first chakra is that it is connected to your root to your family to your origins right it is the root right right so the the your family system was stirred up right and you worried about your parents and and also then in you in your in your own inner work your own inner self you're working it out right seems like your your parents are if they weren't going to die then they're they're headed for the for their last as we would say their last roundup that's number one number two uh your first chakra was pulling you home mm. didn't make it easy but yes <laughs> right? it was like no get me back i gotta get back to germany i gotta help you know let's go right right, right? And so you, you know, it's like it's like a tree. You're pull, you're pulling up the roots, and the, and the roots start going like like this. Yeah, so those two. It was also up. for me a sense of powerlessness, and when I had a sense of at least being able to contribute, some you know something shifted too in that moment, and uh, I just found it fascinating this localization because I never had any issues before in that region, and then all of a sudden when that family issue came up it showed up and uh, yeah i'm i'm listening now tell me about the essential light because i think that is something that a it's your institute called but it's kind of the healing vehicle that you're teaching and using ultimately what i'm teaching is people i'm what we, we call the, the living through the heart process i'm teaching a process by which People can lit literally become oriented in their heart center. I teach something called the three groundings, grounded on earth, centered in the heart, receiving light. So we root ourselves in the body, right? There are, are spiritual works where you're transcending. Let's, let's get away from the body. Yeah. This is not the work. We are embodied. I came to earth to be a human. Let's be a human. 
first of all. The center then is the heart, literally the techniques of how do I recognize, enter, and become centered in my heart, becomes the, the center of my life, center of my energetic life. And everybody has a tube here, a, goes up the back, everybody, all humans, have a, an energy tube that goes up the back here, that light, universal light, gets concentrated and comes down into the vehicle. So light, what I say is light is not a metaphor. Light is a vibration. The, the, the Hindus call it Isha. It's a, it's a uni the universal vibration that underlies all creation. What we call life force is a part of light. So it's everywhere. What I learned to do is to focus it and say, Jonathan Goldman, Ashland, Oregon, right now I'm opening myself, give me some light, and it comes. And what, when I'm, te I'm teaching a class, I'm, teaching, I'm just teaching a three-part class, literally how does one in one's own meditation become a receptor and transmitter of light? And so, and a concentration of light activates, right? Almost all illness is caused by stuckness. That's one of the principles of oriental medicine. All, almost all, not all, but almost all, 98%, is caused by something is stuck, something is holding. So let's release it. How do we release it? We put it in motion. How do we put it in motion? There's a, con there's a mental concentration. There's a, the space of faith with it is in the heart, holds the space, and then light comes and it's an activator. So let's get it moving. Let's get everything moving, and then let's see what happens. Most of the time, what happens is the, the vehicle is self-correcting when given the proper uh, opportunity, right? It's self-correcting. Like if I get it in motion, most of the time, it's going to write itself because that's what it was designed to do. And the light helps to do that. The light does it. The, it's, it, the light is the, is the technology. No, no, I understand. But I mean, the vehicle, you would say, is self-organizing, self-healing. So if you as a practitioner or you yourself give to this vehicle of your energy that extra boost of light that you're asking for, it basically exactly. helps then this self-healing uh, ability just to get what it needs in order to get unstuck. So it's, a, it's like, a, uh, I don't know, do you ever ride a motorcycle? You know a motorcycle, you kick start. Yeah, sure. Boom, right? Boom. <laughs> uh, it's, it's similar. Uh, and what we learn is how to do that specifically, how to, and how to protect oneself energetically when you're doing that. Because it's also very, very important. Most people are way more sensitive than we let on, right? And particularly people who come to do this kind of work are sensitive people feeling lots of things. So part of also what we teach is, is the space of compassion, which is right in front of the heart. You know, you asked me before to teach something. When you, when you asked me to, that's what I'm going to teach. I'm going to oh. teach this compassion because it is not just for healers. It is a vital, vital, vital thing to know how to do in this present world that we're living in with so much confusion and so much Uh, chaos. Now, what you're describing sounds also like the Reiki or Chi energy. 
that you know often healing techniques are using do you think it's pretty much coming from the same source or do you think that's yeah. a different yeah my experience is what what i'm teaching is is reiki plus mm. in other words the consciousness of the the uh the energy map and where specifically you're gonna focus that vibration adds nuance and adds power to it but it's the same yeah light is light you i mean know, it's really light that. acupuncture on some level i mean if you really yeah merge it with what you do yeah. what, I, what i like to think is and my experience is we're going to the beyond all of these techniques to help them for instance i have many people come to me who have done all kinds of things right They've done herbs, blah, blah, blah. they've done medicine, they've gone to chiropractors, and it hasn't helped. We do this work, they go back and do exactly the same thing they did before, and now it works. Mm. Interesting. That's good. I like that. That's kind of then where a reset happens, and then there is everything more available to other exactly. techniques. Exactly. Now, a big issue that so many people are dealing with is fear, anxiety, and I think you you wrote something about the antidote to fear being not what we usually think of. But before that, tell, you know, from the whole system, what would you say the, the root of most fears and anxiety is? The root, the, the, I think the root is, is uh, biological. I think the root of fear is that we live in a fragile body in a, in an environment that in ancient times had lots of danger in it. So we have fear exists, right? Fear mm -hmm. is, a, is a warning. What happens though is because the, at this point, let, let me say it this way, I'm gonna go from a little different angle. At this moment, from my point of view, we actually have two viruses going on. We have the, the virus, that is the, the physical level virus. And we have a virus of fear. Mm -hmm. We have a virus of fear, right? That is being provoked by so many forces, not only physical forces, not only media, not only, but also by energy that is provoking fear. And so, the source of it lives in us. I, I have fear, you know, in, in ancient times, I was, a lion was going to eat me or something, right? And, but, and I have an ego level fear, which is the fear of dissolution of the ego, right? I, humans struggle with the fear of death, mm -hmm. right? Which is a profound uh, spiritual confrontation that everybody has to go through to confront that, that mystery and confront that. So we have, fear exists. It's not a... No, that's for sure. But do you have a sense that fear is in a specific part of the human energy vehicle? Is there like one chakra more affected than another? Yeah, the fear lives in the third chakra. Okay. In Chinese medicine, we say it lives in the kidneys. Mm -hmm. Right? It lives in the third chakra. So it is fundamentally a fear of the other, a fear of the dissolution of, of the ego and a fear of death. They all live there, okay. right? What is the solution? 
right? There was a thing in this in the seventies. A guy named Jerry Jampolsky said, uh, "Love and fear were opposites." From my point of view, that's not true. Love has no opposite. Love, true, universal love has no opposite because it is the base of everything. What is the antidote to fear is faith. But faith, I make a very clear distinction. Faith is not the property of religion, right? Religion should, one of the, one of the things that people who, who are into religion hopefully happens is they have more faith because they believe in something. But faith is an inbuilt energy in the mental body of the heart. It's right here. I'm going to show you. Get up here. Here's my heart. Mm -hmm. Here's faith right here. If you watch a video of the Dalai Lama, I love the Dalai Lama, right? Dalai Lama is, is a very beautiful man. And uh, what's his job? He is the holder of compassion and faith on earth. doesn't matter his religion. He has his religion. If you watch his hands, do, go see a video of the, of, the, of the Dalai Lama. The entire time he's talking, his hands are in front of his heart in a prayer position. Mm -hmm. between compassion, which lives right in front of the heart, and faith. He goes mm -hmm. like this. Talking like this the whole time. He's provoking compassion, provoking faith. Provoking compassion, provoking faith. So faith tells me what? Faith says, I don't know what's going on. But somebody on some level does. And somehow this is going to work out. This is not fundamentally as bad as it seems right now. And I'm just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what faith says, right? You can frame it. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Buddhist. I'm a Jew. Okay. But that's not where faith is. Faith is built into my, your vehicle in that place. And faith is an energy, a universal energy that actually drives the universe forward. It's a vibration that dings your own faith and augments it. So when I activate my faith, it doesn't mean I have no fear, but it means the fear is not in charge. Now, how do we activate our faith? By breathing into it, by connecting, by visualizing. What I teach people to do is here. So you ask me. Yes, show us exactly. But I'm going to teach you about faith and compassion, like this. This okay. is two minute, and then nobody has to study with me because I taught you everything I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure oh. that's true. <laughs> so uh, here, I'm going to tilt this down just a little bit. So your heart chakra. Right? Everybody has your heart chakra. So here's what I teach people to do. You put one hand just gently right over your heart chakra. And you just give a little pressure with that hand, just a little, just, just to call your attention to that place in your body. What you're doing then is activating the etheric body of the heart chakra where calmness lives. Mm -hmm. The basis of all this is to find a place of calm. So I breathe and I just let myself get calm beyond the mind, just this, right? Then put my hands, I touch the heel of my hands to that place in my heart and I stick my hands out front and I create a shelf. I'm making a shelf here, okay? 
then imagine that the shelf is a dock and you walk out on the dock to the end of the dock, where your fingers are, and you sit on the end of the dock and you put your feet in the perfect calm lake. There you go. Like it. Like, like that. You are now in the space of compassion. Literally, mm. not metaphorically, the distance of your fingers makes a, a tube, makes a, a circle around your body. That literally is the space of compassion. That's what the Dalai Lama is showing us from this. So you sit on that dock and that's your space of compassion. Compassion is the, is the space where we hold everything neutrally. In compassion, I'm present, but I'm neutral. Right. Right? Now, take your hands and put the heel of your hand where your fingers are. In other words, I've gone 50%. Now I go like this. Okay? Now, where your fingers are is faith. Hmm. That's where faith lives, in you, in me, in everybody. So how do I activate it? What I do is I close my eyes. I, I put my attention, right? I put myself there, however you do it, right? Some people do it by, by visualizing. Some people do it by breathing. Some, however you do it. Just put yourself, your awareness on that discrete place. Breathe. And just sit there and be in faith. And you feel it, right? You can feel it. I can feel it. I feel it. It's really simple, you know. It's what I teach people. If it's complicated, it's because we, we need to entertain our minds. So I agree with that. Yes. Healing is very simple. It's very yeah. simple because it's vibrational. So what I'm doing is activating. And then over time, right? So you do it one time, two times, three times, five times, ten times, a hundred times, a thousand times. You're activating it in you, and it becomes your referent. You see? So the, yesterday, I had a thing. I, I, I did my meditation, and I'm getting ready, and I, ha I have to work all day. So I'm like, okay, now I have to go to have breakfast. And blah, 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 blah. I walk out, and my wife says to me, would I, she, she wanted me to do something for her, but it was actually for me. She was doing something for me, but it was interrupting my, my, and I stopped, I breathed and I was like, you know, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. This person is doing something out of love for me. It doesn't matter what my idea was. So I was like, yeah, thank you, my love. And we did it. You know, that's just a little example because I was, I had activated that place in me. So rather than my mind's control of what was supposed to be, I was available to a whole nother level of intuition, which is the point because the voice of the heart is intuition. Now, wouldn't it be great if we could always be that available to life in general, not just wouldn't. to our partners? And I think that's a wonderful way of ending our nice little conversation to know that faith and uh, compassion are always available to us. And Absolutely. when we actually live from that place and live from the heart, everything changes and everything is much more in a flow and much more guided than when we are coming probably only from our third chakra and trying to project our will into the world. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I feel like this is where we're going. And to do that, to take the steps, right? I have a whole, I have a 10 week series that are, it's on our website, essentialite.org. 
that teaches this step by step. And essentiallighttalk.org. Essentiallight.org. One word, essential light, two L's in the middle, lowercase, essentiallight.org. That's how they can find you. That's how we can read you or get, you know, more information about your classes, your courses, your book, and so on. Yes. And the 10 week classes was sorry, I interrupted you. It's a 10 week class I, that I recorded last year, just at this time. It's a 10 week series, 10 sessions, an hour and a half each that take a person through this technique like the tr training is to how do you open yourself what are the three groundings what are these layers of the heart takes it step by step and it works because i've had the feedback from people that you know they do it and your life is enhanced well i feel it working already so thank you so much for being there and for your teachings and i wish you a wonderful rest of the day i hope it's gonna flow as it has started today it has been a great, great pleasure to be with you. I, I appreciate your light a lot. Oh, thank you so much. That's mutual. Goodbye. <laughs> <See you later. laughs>